Sing too. Did you see Sing? Did uh, Matthew McConaughey came on the program and oh. uh, because he was the lead voice is still uh, in that one and uh, and I mean he was very I'd like to have spoken to him about other movies but Sing Two was what he was provided yeah. for so okay. so and a very engaging guest he always is so Sing was interesting because Sing was directed by Garth Jennings mm. who um, you know son of Rambo just, just mm -hmm. work of genius uh, Hitchhiker's Guide not the pop videos which were brilliant he's a very interesting filmmaker and also a really a really great cineast, somebody who, you know, who loves and talks about cinema with real enthusiasm. And the interesting thing about Sing was that it was a kind of, how did you describe it? You said it was, it was like a singing competition film, you know, in which that was kind of the plot was a singing competition. But it was described, I think correctly so, by Garth Jennings as a kind of Mickey Rooney, Judy Garland, let's put the show on here and save the theatre. Despite the fact, which is kind of, that was what it was, despite the fact that it was, you know, digimated singing animals doing a pop jukebox soundtrack in the manner of Happy Feet. So it was a kind of weird, on the one hand, it was this great big digital animation production with big pop songs. On the other hand, it did feel like a kind of old fashioned, you know, let's just do it here show. It was a huge hit. It ended up taking over 600 million wow. worldwide. So... No surprise that we have Sing too. I mean, obviously, it's been a while because, as we all know, digital animations take a take a really long time. So, Matthew McConaughey, once again, the voice of Buster Moon. Story this time is that Buster has his theatre, and they put on a production which they think is going to, you know, attract the attention of the the, the glitterati. Along comes this talent scout Suki, who isn't. Uh, blown away by the production at all and actually decides to leave halfway through without, you know, offering them the chance to to make the big time. He is not to be uh, easily dissuaded. So what he does is he chases after her to say, you know, give us a chance, give us a chance, give us a chance. And then he inveigles his way into the office of this showbiz, showbiz big shot, Mr. Crystal, Jimmy Crystal, Bobby Cannavale. And through a series of unfortunate and unlikely events, finds himself on stage promising that he can deliver an out-of-this-world sci-fi musical, the plot of which, incidentally, seems to be based on time. You remember Dave Clark's Time? Oh. It's time. Um, and will also star reclusive rock legend Clay Calloway, voiced by your own... My very own Bono. Your very own Bonio. The fact that Moon has never met... Calloway, who has retired completely from performing in the wake of a personal tragedy, is a problem, as is the fact they don't have any coherent plans whatsoever to put on an out-of-this-world spectacular sci-fi musical which was just dreamed up on the hoof by one of his friends. However, he gets the gig to do it on the basis of, firstly, he will get Clay Calloway, a.k.a. Bono, and secondly, he will give Crystal's daughter, Portia, played by Halsey, a role in the play. Here's a clip. Oh my gosh, you guys, this is exactly like the dream I had last night. Seriously, you, you were all there, and you, and you, and that funny looking guy over there. All of you, and you asked me to sing for you. I, I did? Yeah, and so I was like, <clears throat> this girl is on fire. Well, 
that's a lovely dream you had there, Porsche. So, they put on the show. Yes. There is a lot of spectacular pizzazz. I mean, the best way of describing it is imagine the, 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 the much derided Star Wars Christmas special, but actually done as a sugar rush VFX bonanza, absolutely chock full of pop songs. Um, and there's a lot of sort there's a lot of stuff going on, all of which kind of is intended to distract us from the fact that and I say this carefully in, in the in the wake of the Clifford the Big Red Dog scandal. None of it makes any sense. Now, of course, flying elephants in space doesn't need to make sense. But what it does need to do is draw us in, emotionally engage us enough that we leave our willing suspension of disbelief. You know, it's the willing suspension. You, you leave your disbelief at the door. So whereas the original did have this kind of oddly old-fashioned charm for all the fact that it was, you know, a very high-tech, very polished... You know, it's Chris Maldandri, it's, it's, it's Illuminations, it's the people who gave us minions. It's that level of, you know, technical finesse. It did still have a kind of homemade charm. This doesn't. What this has is an everything turned up to 11 feeling, which is sort of like, I'll be able to get through this by just, there's loads of colour and there's loads of songs and there's loads of stuff and there's loads of stars and there's just, it's just there, there, and it's everything is da 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 and so it's big and noisy and colourful and empty. And the reason that that disappointed me is because I don't think of those as being the things that define the films of Garth Jennings. I think of Garth Jennings as being somebody who's got more to offer than that. So I'm sure that it will have a certain amount of, you know, it'll play well. It'll play with kids who want to be distracted for a short period of time. And the Bono thing might win over the the older grumps like yourself um, up to a certain point. Um, did you see the thing incidentally recently when Bono said that he can't stand U2's records? What was interesting about that was... <laughs> I knew you'd be prepared for this. No, but, but it was a remarkable exchange and actually <clears throat> relates to this programme very, very loosely. Does it? Yes, because I, said, I was doing my Hot Rocking Drive Time show. Yeah. Uh, on Greatest Hits Radio, and uh, I just played a U2 track and then saw this story, um, and the headline in the Times was something like, Bono says, I don't like my voice or any of my songs, or something yeah. like that. And then I said, if you read the article, that's not... It's slightly more nuanced. That's not exactly what... It's not okay. a particularly accurate headline. Okay. okay. I then get a text on my phone. From Bono? No, from a former editor of this programme, who <laughs> now works at the Times, John Carey, saying... <laughs> That's my headline, and I think it's a pretty good summary <laughs> of the of, of the article. So, so there you go. Okay, so, brilliant. Well, that's that. There was more delight in that than there was in in in, in watching the film of this. Like I said, it's it's a shame because I think that Garth Jennings is a really interesting filmmaker, and I just this felt very mechanical. It felt very production line. It maybe felt... maybe that's. Inevitable, you know, sing too. When it's exactly, exactly. And I, what I would really love is for him to make another film like Son of Rambo.